This show was first broadcast on Free FM, Hamilton, New Zealand's community access media organisation. For more information on our lineup of shows and the role we play in the media, visit freefm.org.nz. Free FM 89.0. Tuia Mareo Otahapori. Now, Hamilton City Council presents Council Comment. A weekly discussion about civic business, one-on-one with those at the council table. Here's your host, Brian Smith. A very good morning, everyone. And it's, uh, yes, it's fine at the moment. It hasn't been so brilliant with a bit of rain around, but there we are. In the studio with me today, I've got uh, Councillor Rob Pascoe. Yeah, good morning, Brian. Great to be back uh, mm. in a face-to-face. Uh, yes, indeed. Again, yeah. <laughs> We're moving along. Just hope things don't get too much out of out of kilter with regard to the uh, the weather, anyway. And and this COVID thing hasn't it gone on? Oh, has it ever? Two think, years of it now. I think we're all getting pretty sick of it. And uh, um, and while many of us ha- have 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 not got sick, um, sometimes our mental tensions have changed yeah. a little bit. And, uh, it's certainly been one of those things which I didn't uh, think that I'd be doing in my latter years, as it were, um, and, and wearing masks and so forth. Before it all started, and uh, I was planning a trip overseas, and I'd got most of the planning done, hadn't handed over any money, and then we went into that first lockdown, and I said, yeah. that's it, I'm not going home. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and yeah. it went from there, really. But anyway... Big news in the paper this morning. Would you like to address some of those points in that one, Rob? Yes, well, look, we're we're working through the annual plan, which is our annual financial budget for the year. Um, We have already spent four and three-quarter days of meetings uh, thus far, and we still haven't finalised the plan. Um, Annual plans are supposed to be a little bit of tweaking our long-term plan. Mm -hmm. You recall we did the long-term plan last year. Yes. And we signed that off about nine months ago. And uh, unfortunately, and I'm a little bit cynical here, but sadly we've been presented with some pretty lengthy shopping lists um, from both staff and individual elected members of things that they would like to put into the annual plan that either got overlooked in the long-term plan or, um, you know, there's perhaps a a wish to try and squeak them in. Mm. And the downside of it is that our... And I'll come come to the next point. The downside is that instead of a $2 million balancing the books deficit that we had in the long-term plan, it's now now extended to $12 million. So we really have some serious challenges Mm. around, you know, whether we borrow that money to fund that increased deficit or if we rate for it so we get it very clear in front of our residents and our ratepayers that we pay for it now rather than paying for it later on mm. out of um, out of future rates when that debt has to be repaid. Um, so we're going to need some skill. We're going to need some uh, some financial skill. Yep. We're going to need to make some hard decisions next Thursday when we reconvene to make the final oh, right. three or four decisions as to how we might fund that, whether we might pull some of the spending that we've already tentatively agreed on, whether we will pull that out and try and reduce that deficit, or whether we will... Well, I suppose we've got two options. One, we rate for it now, or we borrow the money Mm -hmm. and not have the hurt at the pump, if you like, um, (laughs) over uh, over that next year. But invariably, uh, inevitably... 
uh, ratepayers will have to pay for that deficit um, in some future years. And to some extent, I feel that we should be handling it now rather than in future and leaving it to another council to yeah. pick up a legacy of our decision. And of course, the longer it's left, the longer the possibility of it growing even bigger. Well, it will because we'll borrow the money, we'll pay interest on the borrowings. Yeah. And so when we come to pay it back, the 10 million might be 13 or 14 million uh, because we've had interest added to yeah. it in the meantime. Uh, uh, big, big figures, actually. And, and, yeah, and look, there's a lot of hurt out there in the... Um, in the community at the moment, you know, the inflation that's affecting us is also affecting um, our, our community, mm-hmm. you know, uh, price of food's <clears throat> going up, price of petrol's going up. Yep. Um, you know, it's not uncommon to get letters in the mail saying, you know, the price of gas is going up mm. and and, uh, and, uh, and the price of security, lots of, lots of things are all going up because of the inflation. Mm. So we're just, well, we're not just, but we're another cost. Mm. layer on our residents and our community and that will hurt um yeah well, i can imagine that would happen in, in that sense of the word and of course uh, what about businesses that, that have been affected by covid and are still getting rated so that's going to be a big yes there is there, there is a rates remission um, um um policy in place okay and you can apply for a remission on your rates we have been um uh, we, we've recognised that some of the businesses in town, particularly in hospitality, mm. have been affected, and where possible, <coughs> excuse me, we've offered some relief, mm-hmm. you know, around um, the cost of outdoor seating, and uh, and to some of the tenants in our own buildings, we've given rent relief, as we understand other landlords mm. have done the same, mm. and of course there's been central government relief around wage subsidies and and business loans and so forth yeah. that central government have made available to businesses. But yeah, that hurt is across the board yeah. in business and and in families, you know, who are who are trying to keep food on the table yeah. and uh, and running motor vehicles and meeting the day to day costs of you know, everything, school uniforms, school fees, everything else. Yes, it's a big one, isn't it? And uh, a lot of people are really being stretched and that sort of thing and uh, being affected. So that, uh, yeah, what about the uh, water one? The government wants to take over all our three waters. <laughs> <laughs> Do you agree or disagree with that? It's probably been the, it's probably been the most split uh, uh, area on our council. You know, we've currently got six councillors yep. who want to walk away from the whole reform yep and we've got seven councillors who say hey we don't agree with the with the model that that the minister has has uh, indicated to us as the model she would prefer it's only a proposal at mm. the moment and it is the government's proposal not ours yep. and we and and if you like seven of the 13 councillors still want to sit at the table and try to negotiate with government mm. on how that eventual model may be. I think all the councillors around the table agree that we need some form of water reform. We okay. can't continue to provide, and nor can the whole country continue to provide uh, the three waters using you know 67 different uh, providers around the country. And so some reform is needed. But how we get there is the bone of contention. Yeah. From from an average uh, Joe blog out there, uh, we we have good water. We drink water. Our sewerage goes. Our wastewater on the streets goes well. Um, 
Are we going to lose the, the, the whole capacity to own the, the stuff and everything? Hamilton's lucky because we have invested right. over the years. We have invested in our infrastructure. Uh, we also are fortunate because of our size yep. that we can attract very, very good water engineers to the city mm. as, our, as, our, as, as employees. So we, you know, I mean, we have, we have the odd uh, uh, wastewater spill in the city and we had some flooding last week with that heavy rain. Yeah, that was uh, big. <coughs> excuse me. And, um, and so we do have events that do occur, mm. but we are well ahead of the game in terms of our infrastructure. Well, yeah. And so if the government were to take over our water, they'd be taking over a pretty efficient uh, set of assets. But other regions around the country have not invested that they are having problems, that they're not compliant with the quality of the water mm. that they're supplying to their community. Right. So um, there are issues out there. Um, and uh, and um, so so that's the need for the reform. But And I think there are other ways we can do it. Mm-hmm. So the minister's particular preference is not necessarily the preference that most in local government, and I think you'll find around the country mm. that most New Zealanders don't want some form of nationalisation of uh, water assets. Fair enough. Oh, well, we'll wait and see how that one works out in the, in the thing there because it is one of those people I've spoken to anyway aren't overly happy about it. So there we go. The inner city development, that's uh, been on the books for a while and uh, talking to some of the other councillors, talking about six, say, seven-storey high, putting shops on the bottom maybe and then some uh, offices above that and then people could live even above that. Yep. That seems a good plan. Has anything started on that at all? Well, it is happening. If you go out to out where I live, out at um, near Borman Road, okay. you'll see that there are uh, shopping centres opening up with accommodation upstairs. Okay. And so you've got retail downstairs um, and you've got people buying uh, buying uh, apartments in the upstairs oh, part. Right. Um, if you look at Parkview, the one down opposite the Founders Theatre, you'll see that there are some shops downstairs there. Oh, yeah. And there are three oh, yes, or four course. levels yep. of apartments. That's right. So it is starting to happen. Um, I believe that um, where Lugtons used to be, there's a development that's on the car uh, that that is being advertised at the moment mm. with with uh, retail downstairs yep. and apartments upstairs. So that's all happening. Um, council have facilitated that in the past by uh, reducing development contributions on inner city developments. Um, the government, in the meantime, are are headstrong on uh, having a good deal of intensification around the city. Mm-hmm. So they're encouraging um, this sort of development that until now we've seen only in the inner city yep. being across the whole residential area to the extent that the government changed the law last year to allow for three-storey residential buildings mm. without resource consent. Okay. Um, well, so, um, so I think that... Um, if you and I, Brian, are around in 10 or 15 years' time, we'll see the city looking quite different, physically looking quite different mm. um, if these things go ahead. What council needs to mitigate against is central government's uh, broad-brush approach to doing the same in Hamilton as in other Tier 1 cities like Auckland and Wellington mm. and Christchurch. 
and uh, make sure that we retain our um, our special character and our yep. special look and so forth. Um, and so we're working very hard in terms of our district plan update to actually make sure that we keep Hamilton a little bespoke yep. in terms of certain areas around the city that might not have these three-storey developments. Right. Well, we'll keep an eye on that one because I think it's a, an exciting concept and uh, it will bring people into the town and it will do the... Uh, yeah. the and, and certainly your initial question about the inner city, that was happening anyway. Yeah. And you've seen some of those developments and you'll see, um, uh, um, you know, for example, the... Um, the white building, which is occupied by Fonterra, mm-hmm. has been on the market. And there's some talk that Fonterra may wish to relocate, in which case that could easily become apartments similar to the All building right. down in Harwood Street. Mm-hmm. And I'm just trying to remember who was the main <laughs> occupier of that. But idea. that's being reconverted currently. Right. Uh, it's a kind of a glass building, um, which I think was built in the 80s which is being reconverted now mm-hmm. into apartments. All right. So there's a lot of things happening in that space now mm. which um, will make the city look uh, a lot different and will bring permanent residents into yeah. the city to actually live. And, and of course, you've got the normal uh, housing one like uh, Peacocks and uh, Adarurukura and that sort of thing. Yep. So that's happening as well. So if people want to live in the suburbs... It, they can do that too. Exactly, exactly. Although although the section sizes are getting smaller too. <laughs> well, that's um, right, but, yeah. but yes, if you look out out Flagstaff, that's yeah. pretty much filling up now. Yeah. And we've got, um, uh, as you say, Ruakura and Peacocks really just just getting started yeah. in terms of it starting to look like a residential subdivision. So they'll have tighter boundaries, as it were. I, I live in Dinsdale and the reasonable size sections out there. Yeah, yeah. So the sections, I think, as you move into the newer areas, are tending to get smaller, and, small, smaller yeah. and smaller. Yeah. You'd be able to shake hands with your neighbour through. Yeah. Them. Well, the, the fences are the fences almost jut into the houses <laughs> in some of them. Yeah. yeah. Well, there we go. I think I'll stay in Dinsdale. <laughs> but but I can understand. You know, going out to Peacocks and that. Uh, it's been on the books for so long, yep. and it's good to hear it. Yep, yeah, and the bridge, and making good progress on yep. the bridge, and that bridge will be the obviously the the main the, the main front door, I suppose, yes. to getting into Peacock instead of going yeah. down Beta Street yeah. or coming in through um, Dixon Road yeah. at the other end. So, oh yes, of course. Yeah. Yes, there's quite a bit of a development uh, going on. I I can see that. What amuses me is when I come in from uh, Hillcrest, if I've been over that way occasionally, and you go down into the gully and there's bridges going here and something else going in there, that'll all be straightened out in due course, I take it. Yeah, that's part of the expressway, which yeah. Waka Kotahi are building. And look, last time I heard, May was the opening date oh, right. for that. So that will then take a lot of the traffic. Well, as a, as a um, initially, it will take a lot of the traffic off that Hillcrest uh, Hill, you know, the Hillcrest yeah, Road, yeah, no, um, because that traffic will come down from the north or come in from the south and stay on the expressway, which oh. runs um, to the east of the city. Mm. Um, and then we'll join up with the Waikato Expressway. Oh, right. So they're nearly finished, actually. If, you, if you're driving near and near, you'll see the signs are already up and yes. the roads are sealed. And I think there'll be one interchange at Rukura, which won't be finished. But that's because that was a late start yeah. in terms of the Tainui Inland mm. Port. 
um, but the I believe the road will be open. Right. Uh, and thank goodness it's not a transmission gully um, <laughs> uh, project. That's real. It will be opened um, maybe 18 months later right. than they originally thought. There you go. Um, but maybe May is the date that Waka Kotahi are... Uh, are currently talking mm-hmm. about so um it'll be interesting actually because i was looking at it and thinking it's getting to the stage they'll get lost in hamilton <laughs> but uh, that, well i think so. there'll be a lot less traffic yeah the traffic coming in from cambridge yes and wanting to go to auckland yeah. will stay on that eastern yep. eastern bypass go through, yeah. as instead of coming in through the city yeah. and then having to find a way out the, again the, yeah the, <laughs> the expressway at horatu yeah well that's really really fantastic to uh, see that coming along and um I, I get the feeling that I could easily get lost. I haven't been up a Euron Borman Road. I haven't been up that area for a while. And I must just get in the car and wander around and have lunch up there somewhere. Yeah, yeah. There's lots of little restaurants in, uh, in both. There's a new Borman Road shopping centre. Oh, is there, right. Where there's a yes. new community hub being yeah. built, which is a lot what we call now call a library. Right. So they've started the building on that. There are plans to have a pool out there. Oh. Uh, and there's a shopping centre, yep. which has got a supermarket. Yep. And and there are some uh, food shops that have opened right. up there, as well as what, uh, as well as what is in uh, Thomas Road, yeah. which of course is a well, is a, is a, quite a mature shopping centre. Yeah. Um, well, it's interesting when I came to Hamilton, uh, uh, Thomas Road was on the edge of the country, yeah, yeah. and uh, so that's how much has grown in that yeah, very short yeah. time. Borman Road, you're halfway to Narawahia. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> well, there's a lot of houses being built up there now, so mm. it is worth a. A drive up there mm, just must to have do. a look at. Um, I won't do it today; it's wet. But I'll, <laughs> I'll do it I'll, when I get some spare time. So, with, with the, all these tasks going along there, how's the new theatre progressing? Has that got any weird? Well, this well, that's being built by Momentum, the, yes. the community trust. Yep. Um, and we get updates on that, and obviously, yep. we the council or the residents of Hamilton are kicking twenty-five million dollars into right. the cost of that. Um, so we're making payments to the trust as the work proceeds. Mm-hmm. And look, I as I am, I, I'm, I'm, I really just see what what's happening there, and it is a well and truly a building site. And I believe that the building is mm. making they're making good good good, yeah, progress. good progress. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that'd be really great because we've missed those big shows and things that usually can come. Some of them go, of course, over to uh, Claudelands, but it hasn't got the same acoustics. Yep, yep, and and yeah, and and it will be. It's a necessary addition to the city. Yeah, and of course, COVID has closed down a lot of these events oh, anyway. God, yes, that's right. Um, but yeah, it will be good to get the symphony orchestra. And hopefully the ballet, which yeah. we haven't seen here in Hamilton for many, many years. It's been a while since uh, I saw the last time I saw ballet. They did the Nutcracker in Clarence Street. Yeah, and, okay, uh, okay. It was pretty tight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're hopeful that does it 2024? I think is the completion date of yeah, the right. of the Waikato Regional Theatre. Yeah, so we've got so, a couple of years um, yet. Yeah. So, Hope they get on with it. I might have passed on if they don't take. No, we'll time. be around. <laughs> we'll be around. <laughs> there we go. And. Um, how much has COVID affected things being happening? Is there, has there been a big 
as far as council are concerned, yeah. yeah well, look, it's it's closed down quite a number of our attractions. Yeah. On and off the zoo, um, the gardens, mm-hmm. um, our libraries, you know, particularly um, yeah. uh, w- during close downs. But even more recently, where we have had staff isolating, All right. we've had to close down some of the libraries and move staff around to the other libraries. Mm. So we've kept them o- kept some open. Yep. Um, but um, you haven't had the convenience of being able to go. Bobbin well, I think Dinsdale's been open right through, but yep. Hamilton Central got closed down. And so if you were a regular visitor there, you would have had to go to Hillcrest or somewhere oh, right. else yes. in order to get to get books out or, or Chartwell. So um, it has affected us. It has affected our revenue. Because, you know, clearly we would have got revenue from mm. Claudelands, yep. from some of the big events. We get a share of revenue from the stadiums. Mm-hmm. And, you know, until tomorrow night, we won't. We haven't had a full stadium for a long, long time. Right. But we hopefully might get a full stadium with Hang the there. Chiefs playing the Crusaders tomorrow night. That might be a good one to go to. I'm, I'm not going to it, but I'll probably see it on TV, I guess. Yeah, but it is an, a full open. Yeah. You know, so, so if People, um, yeah. Hamiltonians want to go... Yep, we can take the full twenty-five thousand people oh, here tomorrow good. night. Excellent. So, uh, so do go if you're missing if you're missing live rugby, uh, uh, um, and yeah. it should be a good game. Uh, yeah. The Chiefs are playing well, and uh, yep. and the Crusaders are always hard to beat. Uh, yeah, it'll be a big uh, one. That's uh, um, a real crack. But, but easier to beat on our on our home ground <laughs> than it is. Down down yeah. in Christchurch. Yes, yeah. indeed. Oh, we'll wait and see how that goes. There's so much rugby. It amuses me because we're playing rugby in the summer and, and, and cricket at the same time. Yep. When I was a young fellow, cricket sort of finished in April. There wasn't much going on except club rugby until about July and then we went into the uh, provincial rugby. Yep. But So it has changed quite a bit. We can play rugby in the middle of summer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, I know. And they start but, earlier and earlier. Yes. With some of the and uh, so you... Uh, looking at rugby, so, so, yeah. So, so the short answer to your question is our revenues have been affected, and this is part of um, the losses that I talked about earlier on. So, mm. while we while we don't make profits out of a lot of our 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 community assets, um, the revenue is still very important to offset yep. some of the costs, and many of those costs have continued. Mm. So, you know, you haven't been able to, you know, we haven't put staff off. Um, we haven't, you know, the the main, often the maintenance still continues right. and, um, uh, and some of the variable costs change, but there yeah. still are those yeah. fixed costs. There must be a lot of things that need to be tidied up, as it were, before the, the election, because we've got an election this year in October, yep. 20th, I think, is it? I think it, oh, sometime so, some, in October, yeah. Sometime in October, anyway. <laughs> yep. And uh, there the, the must be things that need to be tidied up and, and that before the election. Yeah, there is. And I've, ju- I've just come off a webinar where nationally we're looking at, you know, how how we can recruit councillors, you know, people to come onto council. Yeah. Um, and, um, and that's, you know, one of the big challenges. Yes. Hard enough to get people out to vote. Only 41% of... New Zealanders vote, eligible voters vote nationally in, in right. our local body elections. Goodness. And it's even harder to get, you know, the, the if you like, the talent that's needed to run these multi-million dollar organisations. That's right. Um, and, um, you know, you're either getting people like myself who they've, say, are old, pale and stale, <laughs> who have had careers and, and come in to do yeah. it as community work. 
um, or you're getting uh, you're not getting young people, you know, professional people, no. and you're not getting uh, middle-aged professional people who might bring some skills to the governance table. It's one of those things, isn't it? I'm uh, wondering about uh, the election. I hope uh, a number of you guys stay there because I think this has been a very good three years. It has. I think. I think um, there's been some good leadership uh, uh, around around our governance table in Hamilton. Mm-hmm. I think Paul has been a been a um, an excellent mayor in the way that she's conducted meetings on, on an inclusive basis. Yes. Um, so she's brought everyone together, whether you agree or disagree. <laughs> yes. Um, and um, I think that's been a success. Yeah. Um, that is very, very... Uh, it's a talent yes. that isn't isn't quite so... Uh, <laughs> you know, if you look at regional council, for right. example, um, they're all biting at each other's heads at the moment. Yes. Um, so that has, been a, that has been a very, very good part of this council. Mm. Um, so you are right, we need... To manage um, uh, the experience, try and retain the experience, yes. but we also need to get new people, and we need to get new ideas and fresh thinking. Right, um, and that's becoming increasingly difficult yeah, to do. Yeah, um, you've had a couple of new ones on, of course, since uh, the last election, and uh, one because of uh, late Margaret. Uh, uh, yep, what's his name? Yeah. She passed away, of course. That's right, Mark uh, Donovan. Who, he, he, who, yes, I interviewed him, and he was yep. uh, really on the ball. I yep, thought really yep, well. Yeah, yeah. So yep. there we go. Yeah, and he's he's in that age demographic. Yeah, that is useful. You know, he's been in business. Um, he's had some life experience. <coughs> Excuse me. Not everyone will bring that to the mm. table, but it's a matter of trying to get the balance and getting yep. lots of people with different levels of different levels of experience, right. and um, and that's and 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 a group that's representative of our community. <laughs> there we go. Uh, so. Well, we'll wish you all the best for the uh, rest of the year, and uh, that uh, our time's uh, slowly running out on us, Rob. But thank you for coming in and covering such a wide uh, thing. And I knew that um, you could cover the financial one very well. Thank you, Brian. And good to, it's good to be back and, uh, and having another chat. I hope I see you again next year. Uh, I, well, that that depends on that depends on uh, on the residents, I guess. <laughs> okay, we'll leave it at that anyway. And uh, thank you again for coming in, and uh, we'll see you around. And hope you have a good time too. Thank you, Brian. Good one. All the best. Thanks for listening to this Free FM podcast. If you want to hear more content like this, you can support Free FM via Patreon. Head to patreon.com/freefm89 to find out more.